Welcome back to the Hot Tip Best Daily Pick Show, Monday, November 6th, opening night of the college basketball season. We made it. We finally made it. It's been a long seven months without college basketball, but um, here until early April, we have nonstop college basketball action and a pretty strong slate of games here for opening night. Certainly some exciting ones, some lesser ones, but definitely a lot to bet on. And we have a huge slate to take a look at here. So we'll jump into all of that here in a second. But before we do, looking back to this weekend's picks, it was actually a great weekend for us football-wise. College football ended up going 5-0-1 on Saturday, go 2-1 here in the NFL, and it was almost 3-0 if the Texans didn't need a two-point conversion. But nonetheless, a very, very profitable weekend. And before we get into today's college basketball show, if you haven't already signed up on Dub Club, today is the day to do so listen to this it's year five of college basketball here on hot tip bets and some of you guys have been around the whole stretch and i really appreciate you guys and because of that wanted to give you an excellent deal you can get your first month of hot tip bets premium for five cents not five dollars not 50 cents five cents a nickel less than a penny a week for your first month an absolute steal take advantage of all of this november college basketball action obviously you get early ad for youtube videos access to the discord server my recommended unit size dub club notifications and it's five cents now the stipulation you gotta sign up before midnight here on opening night november 6th use code year five at checkout to take advantage of that or if you click the link down in the youtube um you should be able to just automatically apply that at checkout so make sure you act on this today because this promo is going away it's only for opening night here but i do truly appreciate you guys who have been around for all five years for all of college basketball and without you guys it wouldn't be possible so thank you all so much Take advantage of this, really. Go take advantage of it, and let's get into today's show. Now, we start today's show off from Las Vegas. Oregon takes on Georgia for Oregon. Come into the season, the 35th overall team in the high bet power ranking. Georgia is the 78th overall team. On the offensive side of things, Oregon does get the advantage coming into this matchup. 56th overall, while Georgia the 103rd overall team. Defensively, it's a little bit closer. Oregon still the advantage. 28th overall, Georgia the 58th overall team here coming into this game. And overall, I would say neither one of these seasons had the greatest of years of last year. Certainly, you know, didn't make the tournament. Definitely are looking to improve on that. Obviously, Dana Altman, um, you know, not exactly what we've seen out of him as of late, you know, in the last few seasons of Oregon, not used to what we're seeing out of this Ducks team, um, but they bring in some key freshmen. They certainly, you know, have some presence in the paint. It'll be interesting to see how Oregon plays this season. Certainly, you know, I think it'll take some time for it all to get gelling together. Um, but when they're at full strength, when they're at full health, it's certainly a team in Oregon that is hard to go against, especially when Dana Altman has this team rocking. But Georgia, in their second year under Mike White, has certainly brought in some guys. It is going to take some freshman help in this, which is never exactly what you want to hear um, early on in the season. But they got some key role players, and it's a team in Georgia that really did look good throughout non-conference play last season. You know, did only end up winning six SEC games, but... It was the first year under Mike White, and from where they were a season before that, Georgia absolutely, you know, blew out those expectations. Yeah, it got set a little bit higher than it probably, you know, necessarily should have been after the non-conference schedule a year ago. Um, but Georgia certainly improved, and I think they will continue to improve as we go into this season. As far as the model goes, though, does like Oregon here in this game um, to open up the season. 68.83 points for Oregon. Georgia only at 66.33, a two and a half point spread in Oregon's favor here entering this game 
And as far as the sports books go, um, does give the advantage to Georgia for this one. Minus five or plus five in Georgia's favor is where we currently sit at. Um, a 3.87% edge for Georgia entering this game. Certainly not the biggest of edges here for opening night um, for what is one of the bigger games of the day. But like I said, Mike White's team looked very good early on last season. I think they will continue to improve this season. And I quite honestly haven't been sold on Dana Altman the past few seasons. And last year, while it didn't always work out for me, Oregon was certainly a fade. And I'm going to start out with that again this season. Taking Georgia plus five here against Oregon. Now we head to Morgantown for this next game. Missouri State takes on West Virginia for Missouri State. Enter the season as the 118th overall team in the hot tip of power ranking. West Virginia, the 42nd overall team. West Virginia getting some love from the rankings actually here entering the year. 38th overall offensively, while Missouri State, the 157th overall team. West Virginia also the edge defensively, 41st overall. Missouri State, the 106th overall team here entering this game. But obviously, the model can't take into account all of the factors that surround this West Virginia program. Obviously, the biggest one being the fact that Bob Huggins retired, fired, whatever you want to say in the, the offseason. Um, just not with the team anymore. We'll leave it at that for this preview. Um, and certainly, it's going to be interesting to see how this West Virginia team is able to respond with so much turmoil, so much change in the offseason. Obviously, you know, Battle, Acock, all the guys who are on the injury reports at this point for this West Virginia team. What is it exactly going to look like when we see them on the court? It's kind of a toss up, right? There's just a lot of issues, a lot of question marks with this team. Um, and they go up against the Missouri State team that was not bad a season ago. You know, obviously um, got off to a decently hot start, you know, end up going 19 and or sorry, end up going. What were they last year? 17 and 15 for Missouri State. Um, and really, you know, we're a pretty strong team. Obviously, the ACL tear to Matthew Lee was a major factor into kind of, you know, not finishing the season great. Um, and certainly, he, well, he's going to need to be a big player here coming into this year. It does concern me a little bit, um, you know, if there's going to be anything lingering around from that ACL tear a season ago. And as far as opening night here, the model does love West Virginia, albeit, again, not necessarily probably factoring in all of the elements to this game, but 75.48 points for them. Missouri State at 63.88. Good enough for an 11.6 spread here entering this game. And obviously, from the open, it's come down quite a bit from West Virginia. We opened at 9. We currently sit at 6. And even with the new coach, with the question marks for some of these players on this West Virginia team, I would still have put the spread right around that nine number, maybe 10. I mean, heck, the model had it at 11 um, for this opening night game. With it coming all the way down to six at where we currently sit at, I think there's a lot of value on this West Virginia team. While I don't think they're necessarily going to be a tournament contender or really contend in the Big 12 this season, um, I do think going up against Missouri State here on opening night, they're going to be ready to play. Come out firing. It's an 11.62% edge from the computer model here for this one. Um, and at least for opening night i like west virginia in this game taking them minus six against missouri state now we stay in the state of west virginia for this next one queens takes on marshall for queens coming to the season the 261st overall team in the hot tibet power ranking marshall is the 79th overall team marshall getting the edge offensively here in this one 89th overall queens the 20 or the 200th overall team entering the season defensively an even bigger edge for marshall 72nd overall queens the 293rd overall team um but you got to give this queens team 
a lot, a lot of credit for what they were able to do a season ago. Rattling off 18 wins was unexpected and absolutely insane at times. I mean, their non-conference started out 10-3 and on the season, really just played so tremendously well um in that obviously struggled you know down the stretch of a sun play ended up ninth in the conference seven and eleven overall but still what queens was able to do a season ago and in the success that they were able to have um you know really is telling of how well they are coached and you know the talent that this team does possess but they're going up against the marshall team that did also find quite a bit of success a season ago obviously when you know marshall left conference usa now in the sun belt with all the realignment um you know, didn't look great at the end of their Conference USA run. Ended up second in the Sun Belt a season ago, going 13 and 5 in conference play, 24 and 8 overall. Um, and really a team that has continued to improve, or at least you know, improved on that last season in Conference USA. Certainly, you know, a team with some outlook offensively, defense. Gives me some question marks. Well, the model does actually have the defense rated higher than the offense. I question it a little bit. I think there is some potential potfuls with this team um, on the defensive end of the court. But nonetheless, when Marshall is playing at their best and what we saw their best being um, at the end of Sunbelt play and throughout Sunbelt play last season, it's a team that is very, very good. And as far as the model goes here for opening night, it does really like Marshall here in this game. 86.79 points projected for them. Queens at 72.69. Going to for a four. 14.07 spread here for this game. Um, Marshall, a six and a half point favorite. You can get Queens at seven, depending where you look. Has come down a little bit from the open there um, in Marshall's favor. Currently a 15.29% edge towards Marshall here entering this game. And, you know, if they can, you know, take the success that they had at the end of last season, certainly, and then build onto that into this year. Um, and while Queens was very, very good last year, Marshall is certainly, you know, a step up in competition, certainly levels um, to college basketball. Um, not to say that Queens didn't have success against teams like Marshall last year, but I think at home here in this game on opening night, if Marshall plays their best, they're going to absolutely run away with this one. Taking them minus six and a half here against Queens. Now for this next one, Chicago State taking on Bowling Green for Chicago State coming to this season as the 335th overall team in the Hudson Power Ranking. Bowling Green, the 191st overall team. On the offensive side of things, Bowling Green getting a pretty strong advantage here coming into the season. 128th overall. Well, Chicago State, the 216th overall team. Um, Bowling Green also the advantage on the defensive side of things. 267th overall, Chicago State, the 352nd overall team. Um, you know, obviously Chicago. State last season improved from you know being the laughing stock of college basketball certainly a team that many of jokes have been made about in the past um, and some of that maybe was you know elevated play better players certainly I think a lot of it though came from being an independent a season ago I'm gonna be honest I didn't dive totally into the Chicago State schedule from last season to see how accurate this is but being an independent being able to schedule you know all 30 games or 31 however many they played um does certainly give you some sort of advantage in theory um but 11 and 22 or 11 and 20 sorry is what chicago state did end up going last season the issue with a team like Chicago State is when you have relatively decent success, not to say that's great success or even decent success, 
but their best players are obviously going to try and transfer out and go on to greener pastures. Um, and, you know, for Bowling Green, the same thing can sort of be applied, but they brought in quite a bit of talent um, this season. You know, DJ Smith, Deshaun Phillip are two guys who, for Bowling Green coming in this year, who I think absolutely can be difference makers for this team. And it was a team that did struggle in the MAC last year, only won five conference games. They also went 11 and 20 last season. Granted, a bit of a tougher schedule, but really the road to success for this Bowling Green team is how quickly they can get all of those key transfers integrated into this lineup and really firing on all cylinders. For opening night here, though, the model does like them quite a bit. 80.09 points projected for them. Chicago State at 68.54, an 11.55 spread in Bowling Green's favor here entering this one, um, which we actually missed the best of this number um, at the moment anyway. We opened at 6.5, currently sit at 7.5 for Bowling Green. Still a 7.74% edge towards Bowling Green here in this game and i do still like it here for this one i think bowling green you know with all the transfers they brought in just purely has way more talent going into this matchup but i have some concerns about chicago state um and really the roster turnover that they had from a season ago i'm taking bowling green minus seven and a half here against chicago state Next up on Monday's card, we got Maine taking on Charlotte for Maine. Coming to the season as the 285th overall team in the high Tibet power ranking. Charlotte is the 109th overall team. On the offensive side of things, Charlotte getting the advantage, 129th overall. Maine, the 299th overall team. Also the advantage for Charlotte defensively, 101st overall. Maine, the 254th overall team here entering the season. Um, and obviously for Maine last year was... A major improvement from what we saw, you know, the past decade, two decades. I don't know how long it's been for Maine, but Maine hasn't necessarily been the most relevant team in college basketball in quite a while. And, you know, Chris Markwood did a really good job in his first year, got this team to 13 wins, seventh in the American East, which certainly isn't good, but a tough, tough conference nonetheless that at least at the top when, you know, you got to deal with Vermont up there. But but nonetheless, a Maine team that certainly improved, certainly one where I was hoping Cooper Flagg would, would stay home and go to Maine. Probably a complete dream there. Certainly was, considering he just committed to Duke. But getting a little off track here. Maine did improve a season ago, but they go up against a Charlotte team that did look very, very good last season. 22-14 and 14 on the year, not the craziest of records in the world. Um, finished with a losing record in conference play at 9-11, and 11, but... Conference USA was an absolute gauntlet a season ago, fifth there in the conference, and it was really on display in the postseason. You know, once they got out of the, you know, the FAUs and the North Texases of the world, Charlotte looked very, very good and even went on to win the CBI last season. Certainly um, some postseason success they can hang their hat on going into the season. You know, relatively late coaching change for this team, though. Um, Aaron Farine takes over interim head coach here entering the season. So, um, you know, similar to, to West Virginia that we talked about earlier, some question marks there with how it's all going to flow. You never exactly know with some of these interim guys. But when you hire in-house with the interim guy that late in the season, um, you know, there's not a ton that's necessarily going to change. And I think we saw that a little bit with the Chris Beard situation at Texas last season um, when, when Terry came in there. Um, but it'll be interesting to say the least as far as Charlotte goes this season but entering this game against Maine I think is a team in Charlotte that still remains you know very much um, at the top of my list as far as mid-majors go here for this season as far as the model goes for this game 73.34 points projected for Charlotte Maine at 60.27 gonna for a 13.07 spread in Charlotte's favor here entering this game Odds have moved up a half point from the open. We opened at eight, currently sit at minus eight and a half for Charlotte for this game. A 9.04% edge 
for Charlotte here entering this one. Um, and it is a team that, yes, well, they have a new coach relatively late in the process. I think coming off of that CBI victory a season ago and, and really just how well they played in a Conference USA conference that was as tough as it was a season ago. I think it's a Charlotte team that has a lot to build on this season. And I think they start out with a major win here against Maine, taking them minus eight and a half here for opening night. Now we headed to upstate New York for this next one. Fairly Dickinson takes on Buffalo for Fairly Dickinson. Comes into this game, the 259th overall team in the Hotspit Power Ranking. Buffalo, the 170th overall team. FDU getting a little bit of love offensively. Relatively 199th overall entering the season. Buffalo, the 121st overall team. Defensively, both of them worse off. Buffalo, 225th. FDU, the 291st overall team entering the season. Obviously, FDU making a name for themselves in the tournament last season, you know, with the, the major upset over Purdue. Um, but we've seen this story before to a certain extent. When any of the 15 or 16 seeds gets a big upset, the coach usually leaves. The same can be true about FDU here entering this game. Jack Castleberry taking over as the FDU head coach. Some guys transfer out. Granted, FDU lucked out a little bit. Not a ton of turnover here this season. Bringing some key freshmen as well. But it's going to be hard to repeat the success they had last season. At least from a tournament standpoint. Um, obviously, the NEC as a conference as a whole remains very much wide open. And FDU remains a strong team. Um, but they go up against a Buffalo team here that enters the season in a similar spot, obviously, Buffalo, right under 500 a season ago, also have a new head coach coming into this year. Um, do lose quite a bit of the talent they had on last year's roster. But in Buffalo's stance, I think some of that is okay. While they bring in a lot of freshmen who I think it's going to take some time um, to really see how they play and, and, and really, you know, <laughs> gel together. Um, I do think they bring in quite a few guys who I'm very interested about. As a Cardinals fan, kind of going on a tangent here, Anquan Bolden Jr. coming in from IMG Academy um, is one who I'm certainly excited to see for this Buffalo team. But nonetheless, I think they have the talent to really compete in the MAC and, and be a strong team this season. As far as this game goes, opening night, though, I do think Buffalo is being a little bit undervalued. As far as the model goes, has them projected at 82.61 points, FDU at 72.77, uh, uh, 9.84 spread in buffalo's favor here entering this game currently the odds opened at five and a half we still sit at five and a half an 8.47 percent edge for buffalo here entering this game and really with two teams who have you know a lot of young guys return a little bit of last year's talent but certainly a lot of you know two younger rosters um i think buffalo at home in this game um really improves from where they were a season ago and i think they get the win um here to open the season taking buffalo minus five and a half here against fdu we head to Bethlehem, PA, as Cornell takes on Lehigh for Cornell. Enter this game as the 252nd overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. Lehigh, the 249th overall team. Offensively, Cornell gets a very big advantage in this game. 142nd overall, Lehigh, the 312th overall team. But rules kind of flip defensively. Lehigh, the 185th overall team. Cornell, 331st here entering this game. And for this Lehigh team, I am very very high on them here entering this season Rem, you know bring in or keep a lot of the talent and a lot of the team that they had last year a very very experienced roster evan taylor the only guy over 10 points that departs this team from a season ago and you know for brett reed the head coach of this lehigh team his 17th year here entering the season 
one of the best teams he's had in quite some time. And it's really a team that, that has kind of struggled the past few seasons to gain any sort of flow. And it kind of just, you know, a lot of contributors to that injuries, COVID really slowed this team down, um, whatever it was. But, but Lehigh really feels like going into the season, they're in a great spot under Reed with one of the most experienced rosters they have um, to really go and make some noise. Obviously, not an easy opponent here to start the season with Cornell, um, a team that went 17 and 11 last season, made the Ivy League tournament, um, you know, which is always a success for these Ivy League teams. Not a ton of turnover for Cornell either. Um, obviously, you know, not a, a ton of transfers coming into Cornell. Greg Dolan, the only guy they lose from this team a season ago, um, and, and certainly not going to be an easy opponent. But Lehigh, in my opinion, is very, very dangerous. And as far as night one games go here, it's one that I am certainly going to have my eye on. And it's certainly a Lehigh team that I think is very, very live here in this spot. And as far as the model goes, actually has them winning and winning fairly big. 80.78 points for Lehigh in this game. Cornell at 73.73. Good enough for a 7.05 spread in Lehigh's favor here entering this game which is the complete opposite of where the odds are. Lehigh, a six-point underdog, hasn't moved much from the open, plus 210 on the money line. Now, I don't know that I have the confidence to necessarily take Lehigh on the money line going into this game, at least for the show. I'm 100% going to sprinkle some on this Lehigh team because I think they are a very live dog in this game. A 30.24% edge, one of the biggest edges for opening night. Certainly the biggest edge I think we're taking a look at here on today's show. Um, but Lehigh plus six here in this game. I think on a whole with all the experience they have, you know, uh, really just what this team is. I think they're going to be very, very dangerous throughout the season this year. Taking them plus six here against Cornell. Now, the next game we'll take a look at here for opening night, Wagner taking on Fordham for Wagner. Enter the season as the 222nd overall team in the Hotspot Power Ranking. Fordham is the 100th overall team. Offensively, Wagner really struggling in the rankings to enter the season. 329th overall, Fordham the 165th overall team. And defensively, the model does love both these teams, especially Fordham, though, 75th overall entering the year. Wagner the 143rd overall team here entering the season. Obviously, last season for Wagner was really just average. I mean, there's not a, a whole lot other ways to explain what this team was able to do. Really the biggest downfall and what is reflected in the rankings yet again, coming into the season for Wagner last year was the offense just really struggled to get anything going at times. And then it was kind of just very disappointing from what we saw on the court, um, you know, quite a bit from them and certainly going up against a defense that is as strong as Fordham could potentially be a problem. And, Fordham really shocked me, kind of, in, in my opinion, coming out of nowhere a season ago. Obviously, Quinsbury was a big contributor to that group last year, more as well. Both those guys gone from this Fordham team, um, but, you know, finished tied for second in the A-10, 25-8 and eight overall. Um, while they, you know, didn't end up making the tournament, flirted with it for a little bit there. Um, it was a team in Fordham that certainly had a lot of success, and a lot of that came from the defensive side of things, bringing in Meter from UTSA, Riviera from Lafayette. I think there's going to continue to see... A rise for this Fordham program um, and I think they're going to have continued success here into this season as far as for this opening night game goes though Fordham 73.36 points projected from the Waddle Wagner at 61.71 and 11.66 spread in Fordham's favor here entering this one the odds have shifted a little bit against us opened at eight and a half 
currently sitting at nine and a half for Fordham entering this one. Um, a 3.02% edge for Fordham in this game. Certainly one of the smaller ones as far as the games we're looking at here for this opening night card. But with as good as that Fordham defense was last season and as high as they are in the rankings, compare that to the Wagner offense last season and where they're at in the rankings here entering the year. I think it's kind of just a complete mismatch on that end of the court while the Wagner defense may do enough to slow Fordham down a little bit. I think they win by double digits. Taking Fordham minus nine and a half here against Wagner. Now we head to Orlando for this next one. FIU takes on UCF for Florida International. Enter the season as the 193rd overall team in the hot tip power ranking. Central Florida, the 23rd overall team. Um, offensively, FIU not terrible. 115th overall, UCF 45th. FIU 228th, though defensively, UCF getting a lot of love on the defensive side of things. 26th overall here entering this game. And obviously, there's a lot of stuff that is very hard to quantify for UCF entering the season. Um, the biggest one, which maybe isn't relevant to this game specifically, but obviously going from the American to the Big 12, quite the jump in conferences certainly going to you know what is on paper one of the best if not the best conferences this season certainly was last season um and you know it was a team with ucf that had some success 19 and 15 overall but went eight and ten in the american seventh overall there um and you know a second round exit in the nit for them a season ago but with the conference move one but also just with all the turnover this team has it's hard to judge him obviously johnny dawkins returns as the head coach for his eighth season but the amount of transfers that he brought in and the turnover that this roster has, it's remarkable. Like, I, I really don't even, I mean, we know kind of who's starting here in this game, but Darius Johnson is the only dude who returns from a season ago who I'm like, yeah, he's, you know, you know, going to, to be playing here in this one. Everything else beyond that is really new for this UCF team, and it's hard to know exactly how they're going to gel together early on here in the season, but certainly bring in all sorts of talent to a team um, that I think, while stepping up in conferences isn't going to be easy, is, is definitely on the rise as far as programs go. And for FIU, struggled a little bit in a tough Conference USA last season, ended up 14-18 and 18 overall, 8-6 and six, um, in conference play there. But for them, one benefit they have, didn't have a ton of turnover here in the offseason. Did bring in some transfers, um, definitely lower level guys, but still a couple of guys to add in and try to get this team going. But just pure talent level going into this game, which is really all you can judge at this point in the year. UCF really is on paper the much much better team 82.32 points projected for them here in this game a crazy high number fiu 67.18 a 15.14 spread in ucf's favor here entering this game um, and as far as the odds go currently sit at nine and a half for ucf has moved a little bit there from the open um, depending where you look but a 10.47 percent edge for ucf here entering this game um, and, and while like i said it's hard to quantify what this ucf team is going to be this season and maybe that's not the best thing to say when i'm about to bet on them um, especially laying nine and a half points but on paper this is just a huge mismatch in my opinion i think ucf takes advantage of that taking them minus nine and a half here against fiu now, we've been all around the country here for opening night. Circling back to Las Vegas, though, USC taking on Kansas State for USC. Enter the game as the 36th overall team in the hot tip power ranking. K-State, the 16th overall team. Offensively, UCF does get the edge opening the season. 44th overall at Kansas State, the 73rd overall team. But defensively, Kansas State, very highly ranked in the model here. 8th overall, USC, the 35th overall team. On paper, what is set to be probably the, the 
biggest game of the day, the most exciting game of the day, um, which probably doesn't say a ton about opening night when this and Georgia, Oregon are the two biggest games. Um, but nonetheless, we got hundreds of college basketball games, and that is just amazing. And, and as far as this one goes, you know, probably the biggest question mark, in, in my opinion, as far as the Kansas State side of things are concerned, is Tomlin, obviously not playing in this game. I mean, I don't know that it's technically official, but but not playing for quite some time. Obviously, they're treating it as a season-ending injury here at this point. Um, and certainly for where Kansas State finished a season ago, some key departures, um, you know, obviously Noel Johnson, who are going to be huge. But Jerome Tang in his first year for this Wildcats team really did quite an amazing job, you know, finished well above where they were expected to. And while he doesn't necessarily have the talent on paper that he did a season ago, especially with Tomlin out, um, it is still a team that, you know, has quite a bit. I mean, Tyler Perry coming in from North Texas, Arthur Kamula from Creighton. I mean, they bring in some transfers who can certainly be difference makers and certainly, you know, I think can show up for this Kansas State team. And who knows, maybe potentially get them back to the same height as the Elite Eight. I think that's a tall ask. Um, but it all starts with this game against USC. And as far as USC goes, obviously, uh, Boogie Ellis, you know, the fifth year senior here in this one has been the, the cornerstone for USC um, for the last few seasons anyway. Obviously, Bronny James, the biggest storyline coming into this season, um, which, in my opinion, if USC was smart, they would keep him on the bench, um, at least, you know, coming off the bench. I don't think I'd be starting him in this game, but who knows what's going to happen, what they're going to do with him whether it's the Bronny show out West, I don't know. Um, but as far as USC goes as a whole, I'm not super sold on them here entering the season. Well, I think they will be a decent team. And you know what Andy Infield has been able to do has been good. Um, I think they're going to struggle a little bit, especially throughout Pac-12 playing. I think going up against the Kansas State team um, who was, you know, just, you know, so unexpectedly good last season is not going to be easy here for opening night. As far as the model goes, though, a very evenly matched game through and through, certainly one of the best games on paper here for opening night, but Kansas state 72.83 points, USC 71.78, a 1.05 spread in K state's favor here entering this one. Certainly um, nothing huge. Uh, hasn't moved much since the opened. We opened at three currently sit at three. As far as the odds go for this one, a 7.74% edge for Kansas state here entering this game. Um, and while I think in total, it's really hard to tell the outlook for either one of these teams on the season as a whole, I think here for opening night, they are very, very evenly matched. And I think it's a game that absolutely could come down to the last possession. And I want the points with Kansas State, if that's the fact. Taking them plus three here against USC. And finally, we head up to Oregon to finish out night one of the college basketball season. Long Beach State taking on Portland for Long Beach State. Coming to this game as the 238th overall team in the high of power in King Portland. The 198th overall team offensively portland getting quite the love from the model here entering the season 66th overall long beach the 289th overall team but long beach state the edge defensively 188th overall portland the 329th overall team um here to start the season and as far as portland goes a lot of turnover from a season ago, certainly. You know, only one guy who was technically a starter a season ago. Some red shirts, some some bench guys who got quite a few minutes come in as well. Um, but nonetheless, you know, a bit of turnover for this Portland team. And it was a Portland team that didn't necessarily play the greatest of season last year. So maybe that's an improvement. They bring in a couple of key transfers as well. And, and really it's a Portland team while there's a lot of unknowns with how this roster is going to shake up and necessarily look and the cohesion behind that. I think they have the potential to, to certainly stand out and make quite a bit of noise in the West Coast Conference. 
are they going to be contending? Probably not, but it's a team that, you know, really I think is going to improve quite a bit from the five-win conference record um, that they had a season ago. But here up against Long Beach State in the opening one isn't going to be an easy task because Long Beach State, while they only went right over 500 a season ago, um, is still a strong team and on the defensive side of things could certainly present some troubles for this Portland team. Um, but I think with how well the Portland offense, you know, really is and in the talent that they do have entering the season, um, I think they outshine that here for opening night. As far as the model goes, it's another pretty big edge here for this one. 82.37 points projected for Portland, Long Beach State 73.31, an 8.06 spread in Portland's favor here entering this game. Almost a 10 point edge. A little bit over at this point. Opened at one towards Portland, currently sitting at two and a half. I don't hate the money line either. 25.18% on the spread, 24.69 on the money line. I am going to take the two and a half points with Portland here in this matchup. Um, but I think there's quite a bit of value on that money line as well. And I think really it's just the offense for Portland that gets it done in this game, taking them plus two and a half here against Long Beach State. And that is it. Night one of the 2024 college basketball season. A lot of great games, certainly only covered a very small percent of them here in this video, but certainly a lot of spots to bet on here as the season goes on. Um, and if you haven't already checked out the website, head over there, hottipbest.com. We got matchups for every game going on in college basketball today, at least the D1 versus D1 opponents. Of course, the NFL, there's some Monday night football thing happening tonight as well, if you, if you care about that. <laughs> college football, NBA, NHL, UFC horse racing. You guys know the steal. It's college basketball season, though. So go take a look at all the college basketball stuff. And speaking of, go sign up for Hot to Bets Premium. This is the best price you will ever get. I promise you that. I'm not giving away five cents monthly subscriptions very often. Um, use code year five at checkout. Take advantage of it. It's five cents for your first month. It's a nickel. You can throw a nickel out there. And if you don't like it, you can cancel after the month. You won't hurt my feelings. But you can get early access to all the YouTube shows, ad-free, dub club notifications, Discord access, my recommended unit size. I mean, it's going to include all of Feast Week. So you get all of that for only five cents. I mean... What are you waiting for? Go sign up. Like I said, if you hate it and you hate me, you can cancel it. You don't have to pay for the next month, but it's five cents. Go try it out. Um, and I do truly appreciate all you guys who have tried it out and, and continue to. So thank you so much for that. Also, follow the social links down below, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, so you don't miss out on anything happening throughout the college basketball season. If you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future uploads, as well as drop a comment down below. Let me see those giant bet slips here for night one of the college basketball season. Um, I, I want to know who you guys are betting on. Give me your opinions. Give me what I was wrong on. Tell me what you like. And thank you for watching today's video. I will see you guys tomorrow. And it's five cents. Go sign up.